Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. I recently saw a news about a lady who was invited as a guest speaker in the virtual graduation of her elementary alma mater. And uh, this lady presented, represented herself as a graduate of a uh, prestigious state university here in the Philippines. Here's the problem though. It was found out later on that she was not really an alumna of the said state university. She faked and uh, I would say uh, falsified her credentials and uh, all the other uh, school documents that she presented. It was also found out that her mother had no idea as to what this lady was doing. The mother thought all along that her daughter was really studying hard and eventually became a graduate of this uh, state university. When this lady was interviewed and asked why she did it, she expressed um, remorse over her actions as, uh, as expected. She said that she only did it because um, she wants her mother to be proud of her. She said that growing up, she had no friends and um, she, felt all, she felt alone. That is why she decided to fake her credentials, credentials so that her mother will finally take notice of her. It is unfortunate though that her, her way to get the attention of her mother was to fabricate documents and uh, eventually deceive people. This is really a sad story to hear. You see, as parents, we must be our child's best friend. As such, our children must be comfortable to share with us those that goes on in their lives. They must feel secured in um, communicating with us anything and everything without the fear of being condemned or judged. They must be at ease opening up with us and um, letting us know what they think and uh, how they feel about their experiences. I think one of the barriers to a successful communication is the fear of the child, of a child, as to the possible response of their parents. What do I mean by this? We should not overreact parents when dealing with our children. We must uh, respond properly. If we are not cautious, our children will withhold um, sharing with us their experiences because uh, they think parents, their parents are always looking for uh, opportunities to scold <laughs> and uh, judge them for their mistakes or uh, for, for the flaws, uh, the, the wrongs that they committed. While there are indeed times that we have to discipline our children, it must not prevent them. The, the, the fact that we have to discipline them, it must not prevent them from honestly telling us about their experiences in life. You see, our children are human beings too, <laughs> lest we forget. They are uh, faced, they, they, they are they, they face the same realities that we face too. 
Only that they have trouble interpreting those realities. And so, um, that is where parenting comes in the picture. We are here to uh, guide them in properly processing the realities of life and uh, their personal experiences. Lord willing, as we do this, we will be able to teach them uh, the standards of righteous living, living a life that is uh, pleasing to the Lord. You see, um, their experiences are most likely the same experiences that we had when we were their age. Eventually, we outgrew those experiences. Well, I hope that we did. <laughs> uh, we, we benefited from our past mistakes and um, we learned to deal with uh, the situations better. So as their best friend, we must train our children to comfortably communicate with us um, on matters about life and uh, do this without fear uh, in, uh, in pro by providing them an environment uh, characterized by love and genuine care. This is not to say that we should prevent them from developing friendship with others, but we must see to it that we are the first uh, individuals that they would go to when they want to learn matters about life or um, when they want to seek clarifications or guidance on matters that bother them. To give one example, um, the topic of sex. I think the topic of, se of sex is something very critical in their growing up years. We must be the one to tell them about the concept of sex from a biblical perspective. It should not be their friends who must explain to them what sex is um, so that we can prevent our children from developing a distorted view about it. And uh, the same is true for many other topics like faith, relationships, career, even politics, just to cite a few. A lot of teenagers nowadays who are suffering from depression and frustrations in life uh, do not have good communication with their parents. If our children are keeping things to themselves and are apprehensive to communicate with us, there must be something wrong in our parenting approach. We must ask and evaluate ourselves, parents, how we can adjust so as to provide a sense of a security, sense of security and develop trust between us and our children. Lack of time is one of those things that can hinder us from becoming friends with our children. You see, we often hear um, quality over quantity, quality over quantity. Well, to a certain extent, this is correct, but definitely not when we are trying to build friendship. I know that everyone will agree if I say friendship is developed over time. And this is also true in building friendship with our children. If we fail to invest time, a significant quantity of time, quantity, in developing and nurturing a meaningful relationship with our children, we cannot expect them to be comfortable sharing things with us. I do not care if we are, if we are too busy maybe making money to provide a comfortable life for them, for our children. But money does not automatically translate in, in a meaningful relationship. 
our children will have that impression that relationship is all about money, which is and can never be the case. And um, as one uh, famous song goes, <laughs> money can't buy me love. Money can't buy me love. And I will have to say that the same is true in friendship. Money can't buy me, can't buy us through friends. Money can't buy us through friends. So the reminder is for parents to invest time in the nurturing their relationship with their children. Another uh, reason that hinders us from becoming friends uh, with our children is our um, failure to encourage and motivate our children. I hope that parents who are so good at spotting the mistakes of their children must also learn to be an expert in appreciating their children when the situation calls for it. Our children must desire the appreciation of their family instead of seeking it, seeking for it from other people. Parents must learn to motivate their children and not bring them down. You see, calling out the mistakes of our children does not need to be demeaning or discouraging for them. On the contrary, our approach towards our children must lead them, listen to this, to aspire improvement. We must be able to move and encourage them to become better for the glory of God. We have to be cautious not to dishearten uh, our children. I'm saying this because I think uh, this will become a problem in the long run. If we will cause our children to become unmotivated, they will look for sources of motivation from somewhere else. Eventually, they will prioritize relationships outside the family home. And so the reminder is for, for us parents is to extend words of affirmation to our children when necessary. We have to cheer for their success. Successes show evident joy uh, in their achievements. Journey with them in their failure. Urge them to stand up when they fall. Encourage them to persevere and keep on trying, especially when they want to give up. Engage them in activities that will help them develop their God-given gifts and abilities. And in that way, we will become their, quote-unquote, best friends. So these are some hindrances in building a meaningful uh, relationship with our children. Lack of time our lack of time for them, and our failure, the parents' failure to encourage and motivate their children when necessary. There is uh, still a third one, and I believe most parents fail in this area. The third hindrance in building a meaningful friendship, relationship with our children, is our failure to be authentic with them. Failure to be authentic with them. What do I mean by this? Now, children view us as persons in authority. We exercise ascendancy over them. And uh, I'm, I'm going to talk more about this later on. However, being in authority does not mean that we are perfect beings. And I think we can all agree on this. Parents are not perfect. We have flaws. We too are prone to commit mistakes. And uh, lots of it actually. <laughs> We have to be careful not to give our children the impression that we are perfect. 
authority does not mean perfection. I'll, I'll have to say that again. Authority does not mean perfection. Here is the reason why I mentioned this as a hindrance. When children view us as perfect beings or when we try to, when we give them that idea, though we know that we are not and we can never be, this creates a wall between us and them. Children will now think twice or hesitate going to us when they see that all that we are capable of highlighting are their flaws, yet never mentioned our flaws. In short, we won't be approachable to our children. Parents, listen to this. Be authentic. Be authentic. Friendship is anchored on being authentic to each other, right? Friendship that depends on the facade is no friendship at all. True friends know each other's vulnerabilities and weaknesses. And at times, friendships are tested by these vulnerabilities. It is not and it is never a sin if we are imperfect in the eyes of our children. Say sorry to them when needed. We must not hesitate to acknowledge to them when we are not being good models. It is easier to teach them uh, of our need, of, of their need of God's grace and forgiveness when we show them that we ourselves also need it, right? We also need God's forgiveness and grace. Being authentic leads us to be honest to our children. We do not need to pretend before our children. Re regardless of our flaws, we will still be their parents, right? <laughs> they have no other choice. But meaningful friendship thrives in an environment where, where there is honesty, forgiveness, and grace, and wherein the parties are authentic and genuine towards each other. On a final note, and I think I initially mentioned this a while ago, nurturing, developing a meaningful friendship with our children or becoming their best friend does not mean that we must be reluctant in practicing authority over them. I just wanted to be clear on that. I'm not suggesting that parents must be reluctant in practicing showing their children that we are uh, people of authority over them. I'm not saying that we must give up our God-given mandate to require respect and obedience from our children. My point is that exercising authority should not result in the alienation of our children. Authority must not make us unapproachable for them. I believe this is what is so special about the parent-child relationship. You see, parents exercise ascendancy over their children, yet it is always in the context of a genuine love, of genuine love. As a result, our children can confidently approach us to be cared for and uh, most importantly, to find love, to find and experience love. You know, I, I was just reminded that this is so similar to our relationship with God. We have God the Father exercising authority over us and uh, um, we have to obey Him and we have to show deep respect, reverence towards Him. Yet, if we, if we believe in Jesus, if we believe in Jesus, we can approach God, our Father, with confidence. And notwithstanding our flaws and imperfections, we can approach God in the same way that 
children can go to their parents. Blessed is our family if we live this way. For by then, we get to experience heaven on earth right inside our family home. So that's it for today's episode. Till next time. 